Blog Talk Radio. at the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass it's monday night and it's time to get rowdy catch up on this week in arca and nascar with news and comments plus you never know who will stop by for a visit right here on the rowdy maglite show Hey, and we got actually rain-soaked weekend, but it did clear up, so we could go racing on Sunday, and an absolutely beautiful Sunday, but it was packed in with all kinds of festivities in into a short period of time, and we had to be done by 7 that afternoon. And helping me tonight, I got Chi-Town Mark, who was part of that, and Kyle Magnamawi stuck that weekend at Yay. Welcome, guys. Thank you, Rowdy. Yes, it uh, it was an interesting weekend at Fairground Speedway this weekend in Nashville. Uh, we got a little practice in Friday afternoon late, and we were supposed to have clear-out weather by noon on Saturday. It just never cooperated, did it, Rowdy? And uh, they crammed all their racing on Saturday and Sunday into one day. Uh, big Shout out to Track Enterprises, uh, the Speedway, all the staff that was there. Uh, they had those cars lined up and ready to go before that next race was even done, and they went boom, boom, boom. And we got it all in, didn't we, Rowdy? Got it in. And let me tell you, uh, Kyle, they could not start the engines and start the race till 1 o'clock because of the uh, curfew restrictions. I just hope that the soccer field is going to be quiet because they may have to put mufflers on the on the stadium also to keep the crowd down. Don't want to bother the neighbors because the neighbors didn't know there was a racetrack in the in the community. And when you move into a neighborhood, you don't look to see if there's a nuclear plant or a uh, or a racetrack submarine. Oh, yeah, or a racetrack yeah, in your backyard. Yeah. That's right, so, Kyle. Uh, I, I'm going to throw it to Kyle. Kyle, welcome. Your weekend was covering uh, playoff high school football. Yeah, it kind of was. Um, you know, uh, thir- a lot of the games got moved from Friday to Thursday night because of the weather. Um, not particularly a nice weekend in Pennsylvania. Mahoning did use their rain date. Uh will be on Saturday, November 6th at 2 p.m. for the fall brawl. And I know we had one of our guests on last week, and I don't think – I'm not sure if he's going to be there or not. I'm not sure because the north-south shootout's going on down at Caraway Speedway, I believe. So um, there's – I don't know what Matt Hirschman's doing this weekend, but, uh, man, I know if he doesn't show up at Mahoning, I know a lot of other drivers will be pretty happy. So, you know, is there a chance that Matt won't show up? No. I think there's a possibility. I mean, he normally runs a north-south shootout in the modified. So uh, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what he's doing, to be honest. I'm not, maybe I'll have to ask him. But, uh, yeah, Matt will uh, have to probably choose one or the other. Um, I think there's probably more money at, a, at, at the north-south shootout. But uh, you guys will be in Charlotte, so I'll be at Mahoning. And the championship four is set for Phoenix. Um, I was just covering, uh, you know, following up with the Martinsville races. 
Uh, John Hunter Nemechek, Zane Smith, Matt Kraft, and Ben Rhodes, the foreign trucks. And Xfinity, it's Noah Gregson, A.J. Allmendinger, Austin Sindrick, and Daniel Hemrick. And on the cup side of things, uh, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, and Martin Truex. By the way, I was right on my final four for the cup series. That usually never happens. Um, so that was that, that's something I could, you know. you know. But I think right now, you know, I guess if you're looking at a favorite, I mean, right now, I think for the trucks, I would take John Hunter Nemechek. You know, he's been good all year. Same with Austin Sendrick and Xfinity. He's just good there. And um, I'm probably going to go with Kyle Larson for Sunday. Um, you know, they've had two, week, two weeks to prepare for this race. You know, they had a quiet Martinsville race, which they needed. Didn't get in any, anybody or anything, really, so that was good. Um, but another win for Hendrick Motorsports, guys. Uh, fourth of the season for Alex Bowman. I know Denny Hamlin had some kind words to say about him after the race. So, uh, yeah, it's not, you know, it's something's not right when you're getting booed at your home track. Well, you know, people like a little trauma, guys, you know. Denny, they do. What did, you know, listen, I can't blame, I can't, I can't blame you for racing for the championship, or not championship, but for the win. I mean, I know there's a championship at stake, but these guys have got to win a race also. And, Alex Bowman had a fast car. Is he supposed to just lay back and let the top four? If that's the case, then they should just draw the the top 16 teams, should race it out for the finals and the, the cup for the last 10 races everybody else has done. Well, you know, Rowdy, I, uh, I, I think Denny has a habit of really speaking before he thinks sometimes and, uh, we, we all have a tendency to possibly do that, but uh, this, this is the first time it's been somebody else's fault. It always seems to be, and Daddy put himself in that situation, so you got to take some of the blame, would you say? Well, uh, Denny's got a lot on the line, guys. I would say yes. he's got a lot of pressure on him with the uh, the uh, 23-11 team. Uh, you know, being an owner and driver now, it's a lot of pressure there. Is that affecting his game? I think it possibly could. Um, uh, the, the amount of uh, – it isn't just like any other new team in the uh, coming into NASCAR, Kyle, Rowdy, we all know that. Uh, it's everybody who's involved. Uh, on the other end with Hamlin that, that makes such a big deal and is bringing fresh and new and big money into the sport, as are a couple of other uh, new owners. Um, and they're all in the entertainment uh, venue. And, and, Rowdy, we saw a good part of that yesterday with uh, uh, Nashville and, and working with Kid Rock and, and his promotions at the track and this and that. And uh, uh, it, it, There really seems to be a big crossover now between motorsports and the entertainment industry. Well, we've got a lot of uh, entertainers and uh, sports people, celebrities are kind of buying into the uh, Cup Series. But uh, Kyle, Zane Smith had to do what he had to do, and he brought brought that victory home for the Truck Series to be able to uh, advance on. But, boy... Todd Gillen wasn't going to give it to him, was he? Mm-mm. No, I mean, Zane Smith, I mean, I think he did exactly what he had to do. He just kept 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 out of everyone else's business and 
let the other guys race it out. And, uh, you know, Stuart Friedland got into Todd Gillen at the white flag and ended both of their chances at, at racing for a title. So um, John Hunter Nemechek dodged a bullet, um, wrecked out of the race, but uh, pointed his way in to the uh, final four at Phoenix. So a lot of interesting stories on that side of the spectrum. Xfinity side, um, you know, like Daniel Hemrick was going to win his first race finally, and then uh, the caution comes out with six laps to go. Uh, Noah Gregson holds off Austin Sendrick in a photo finish. And, you know, the way the way Austin Sendrick ran Noah Gregson in those final corners, I mean, it was very clean. And, um, you know, I think if it was a different situation, I think it would have been a different outcome. But, you know, especially when with, with, with Austin Sendrick already clinching a spot in the race, um, second stage after the second stage of the race, and uh, you know, just basically, just you know, gets a win, great. But um, I know that he's not going to race that. Not going to be that nice next week. I know that for no. sure. Well, guys, well, you know, you, uh, you got... I, Mark, before we get away from that, Noah's yeah, on fire. Yeah. Noah's on fire mm-hmm. right now, guys. Is he going to take that momentum on into uh, Phoenix, Kyle? I don't know. I'm not sure because I think the 22 and the 16 have been good all year. And it's hard to go against those guys. I mean, it's been, you know, Almondinger and Cindric almost all season. And, um, you know, Austin's won the last two races at, Mar- or at Phoenix. And, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. You know, that, that, I think that championship's going to have to come from through that 22 team. Um, I know that also the owner's title's on the line with John Hunter Nemechek in the 54 this weekend. And, um, you know, so that, you know, we got to throw that in the equation as well. So, um, you know, he's not just going to lay over for these championship guys, especially when he's racing in something. You know, uh, the owner's title is going to be the, in the Xfinity, the 9, the 16, the 22, and the 54. So there's an owner's stake on the line. And uh, we'll see, uh, you know, what plays out. We, on, I mean, we also got Arca West, too, on Saturday, 36 cars and, I think uh, five guys uh, within six points, so uh, it's going to be a really exciting weekend. Ooh, Thirty-six cars—that's pretty impressive, Kyle. For the West, I think that's yeah, really at the impressive. end of the year, and you know, championship weekend. You know, you got Ty Gibbs in there, Daniel Dye, Sammy Smith, Taylor Gray, Rajah Carruth, Nick Sanchez, and the list keeps going. So a lot of guys and girls entered in that one, and. Uh, yeah, it's looking 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 forward to being a good race, you know. Uh could be one of uh Ty Gibbs' last arc of starts too, so um wanna keep an eye on that as well. So, um yeah, before he goes to Xfinity next year. So, um yeah, it's gonna be an interesting battle, you know, and I, something else I wanna point out quick too when I listened to the M R N broadcast during the Xfinity race was uh Ty Gibbs and Sam Mayer racing against each other. That's nothing new, obviously. But, uh, you know, um, they'll definitely be up against each other next year, you know, when they're going for the championship and being rookies and, um, you know, really getting their, their shot at the title. Well, guys, you know, we we sit around, which we're fixing to be into that situation. The Snowball Derby's fast approaching. The end of what we know of 2021 is going to be over. But, yes. It, it wasn't that many days ago. It seemed like we were just getting ready to take off for the 24 hours and do our first first show in Daytona. And now here we are, uh, what, five days away from the season completely being over. Um, it, 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 it's still not used to seeing Phoenix being the finale. 
after having it in South Florida for so long. But, you know, either way, uh, they're, they're good choices. Maybe they should flip-flop them a little bit, uh, you know, throw a little monkey wrench in the works, different, make it different every other couple of years. Uh, but the weather, uh, that, that's the main factor for this finale uh, because of the time of year. And uh, be it Phoenix or Homestead, Miami, it's a good choice, and the racing is going to be good. Uh, and, look, you know what? Let's face it, guys. We will not see that cup car after Sunday any longer. Yeah, that's uh, well. It's that's gonna be. It's, it, it's the same thing. We we went through that with uh, Arca and Xfinity. Mm-hmm. Now here we go with uh, which is gonna be the biggest change of all, I guess. What NASCAR the Cup Series is doing is gonna outweigh. I would say pretty much what Nat Arca did. I just feel that eventually that uh, what this next generation cup car is going to do, it will trickle down. Uh, it, it, it will become a, a, their version of the Xfinity car will be coming someday, as is the trucks and even possibly the Arca cars for that matter. But uh, wow, uh, it, you know, the bigger tires, uh, one lug nut, uh, Composite body bodies, uh, it, it goes on and on. This is probably the most dramatic change since they did it in the uh, what was it the eighties when they went from the uh, the bigger cars to the inner what was called the intermediate sized car back then. So, uh, yeah, we've had the weird spoilers, we've had, but the cars have all looked generally the same and done the same looking. Uh, this this is a big difference, really big difference. And after what Rowdy. Uh, Thursday night we played that great uh, audio uh, interview with uh, Dale Jr. Uh, and his thoughts on the new car. Uh, they were eye openers, weren't they? Hey, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, he's, you know, Jr. made a hey. He was not sold on the program. It sounded like, but after he got in the car and drove it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that some mm-hmm. of the stuff is going to be over-breaking is one of the problems. Basic uh, suggestion was with his uh, driving the car was they hit it. They got it right. Uh, it, it, it's what it needs to be so far. And, uh, of course, it hasn't been in competition yet, guys, and that's going to make the, you know, we're going to see then what their, you know, their bottom line is. So uh, come the Coliseum. I'm surprised they're not running the old cars one last time out there in L.A., guys. Let them tear them up, have a really good double derby out there. But they're going to let them play with their new toys, and uh, it should be very interesting. Yeah, it's not going to be. Now, somebody said that it would be the old cars, but now these are the new cars. What, Junior said there's going to be like 25 cars in the main event. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, one of his comments was, and Kyle, jump in here when you when you have a, a thought on this is it'll work at that track because of the new car. If they would use the old car at that track, uh, it, it would be a terrible show. He said uh, the, the cars would just not work there. But he says with this new car and, and the way it's set up and, and the way they're building them. 
Doesn't matter if it's Bowman Gray, the Coliseum in LA, or Daytona or Talladega. Uh, they're all going to be uh, much better handling cars, he said. Lot better braking and handling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think the brake. You're right, Roddy. It was the braking part of it that he was really impressed with. So I have a little. Fade. I had a little snippet from uh, Jeb Burton. It's just five minutes, and let's let's play that before our first caller calls in, okay. guys. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Let me get you started here. Um, well, thank you for taking some time to. Uh, to talk with us today in advance of um, this, week, this weekend's race at Martinsville, um, can you just sort of walk us through preparations um, and sort of, you know, how you how you feel heading into this weekend? Yeah, excited to uh, to head to Martinsville. Uh, it's my favorite track, hometown track. Um, had a lot of good runs there. Finished fourth there last year in this race, so just really excited about it. Awesome. Is there is there a different preparation heading in as, um, you know, we know you're not still competing for a spot in the playoffs, but is there, you know, just looking for wins? Is that pretty much what you what your mindset is now? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it, it seems that we're not in the, the round eight and looking to go to the round of four right here, but um, for sure. You know, I'm working on my stuff for next year hard every day and here at the shop today, making sure everything's right uh, in the race car. That's why I was a little late uh, to the Zoom, so sorry about that. But uh, just excited about this weekend, um, ready to go. Awesome. Well, uh, to the media, if you have any questions for Jeb, please um, raise your hand and get in the queue. Um, or feel free to send me a chat. We'll give you guys a second here to get your hands raised um, before we let Jeb hop off since you know, we forced them on. So if anyone has any questions, um, please raise your hand. We'll give them a couple minutes, a couple seconds here. Uh, Steven Toronto, go ahead. Hey, Jeb, uh, with two races left in this season, I just wanted to get an idea of uh, where do things stand for you in terms of 2022 currently? Uh, has there been any progress on that front uh, in the Xfinity Series, Cup, Trucks, uh, short track, and what have you? Yeah, for sure. I'll uh, I'll be racing. Uh, hadn't really made any plans to announce it yet, but uh, hopefully, hopefully here soon we can make an announcement. But uh, I have a deal, and uh, looking forward to talking about it. All right, very good. And uh, just on, on the subject of uh, racing at Martinsville, uh, your family has a has a long history of being successful, not just at at Martinsville, but also at tracks in the surrounding area. Uh, South Boston is one thing. Uh, you've won at uh, you've won at Ace Speedway before uh, as well. It's about uh, 30, 45 minutes south of Martinsville. Uh, is there anything extra that you and Harrison both bring when you're racing in this particular uh, region of the very southern part of Virginia, very northern part of North Carolina? I want to say. Yeah, you know, I grew up at South Boston and Ace, and uh, when we go to places like Martinsville, it's like home. So it's close to home, the short track field. Got a bunch of fans there that are supporting us and uh, just really uh, enjoy going there to race, man. It Should have won a truck race there, and um, really hoping I can win this weekend. We need it. Gotcha. Thank you, Jeb. All right, we're going to take our next one from Nathan. Go ahead, Nathan. 
Uh, hey, Jeb, thanks for the time today. Um, you know, two races left here with colleague. You know, I'm just kind of curious what, what this last year has, has meant to you here in, in, uh, in this organization. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, hadn't been a great year. It's been a good year. We've had some good runs. Wishing we could have capitalized on some other races that we probably should have won, but, um, you know, that's part of racing. But, um, you know, it's been a, it's been a reviving year uh, to get my career back on track. Got a bunch of good partners, and, um, you know, it got me the opportunity that I, I'm going to have for next year. So really appreciate everything Tyler Grayson has done for me, and all the people here are like family. And, um, you know, you never know. I might be driving for them again one day. Thanks. All right. Do we have any final questions for uh, Jeb? Karen Walk, go ahead. Hi. What's it been like watching Colleague make these plans to grow into a cup team and just further expand its operation from your perspective? Yeah, Matt and, and everybody here have been growing and, and been doing a lot of great things. And it's been a privilege to be here and drive. And they've got cup races available. And, um, you know, hopefully maybe I can run some of those. I'm working hard on it. And, um, you know, like I said, you never know what the future holds. So are those conversations you have that possibly running cup for them next year in that second car? Yeah, it does. Um, just not sure, you know, what that looks like. Um, I'd like to run some races, but, but I'm, I'm just not sure if, if it makes sense or if it's going to happen. Um, it still talks about it, but just not sure at this moment. Okay. Thank you. All right, guys. Hey, uh, you know, we're kind of witnessing slowly these uh, Xfinity guys trickle it back up into a uh, cup here as Jeb's is hoping he can get the finances to move on up. I think the, the things behind Jeb Burton and uh, his situations have always been lack of, uh, of backing. Uh, I think he's a really terrific driver, and uh, he's he can, he's not going to be a, a threat every single week, but he's going to be a winner, and he's going to win multiple races through his career for whoever he's driving with. What do you say, Kyle? Well, he's already proved it. You know, he won a truck race and an Xfinity race. So, um, yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, the opportunities don't come up very often. Especially for this year, you know, with Colleg Racing going full-time with the 10 car. Still going full-time with Jeb Burton. You know, he did make the playoffs, but uh, got eliminated early on. But um, still, uh, one win for them. Uh, the 10 car has not seen victory lane since uh, October 2019 with A.J. Allmendinger. And uh, Jeb Burton got the 10 car back in victory lane at Talladega in the spring. So, um, I'm not sure what he's doing next year. I know Daniel Hemrick's going to be at Colleg next year in the 11 car. And uh, we don't know exactly if he'll be a teammate or what, but um, with A.J. Allmendinger, I actually almost forgot about that. It'll be with Allmendinger and Daniel Hemrick uh, being teammates over there next year. So um, going to be an interesting year. You know, Justin Haley going full-time the Cup, and uh, like like they were saying, the second car. Um, probably going to see Allmendinger in a few races and probably maybe some others. You just never know. Uh, Allmendinger has really come on this year, guys. I mean, he's another one yes. that was a sleeper. Mm-hmm. That it, of course we've run a lot of road courses. Is that, that I mean? Is Rowdy. that the reason? But I, I want to throw this at you and Kyle Rowdy. Is the Xfinity team going to take a little bit of a back burner next season with Cowan going Cup racing uh, and, and starting that, those new teams up? 
uh, or do you think their organization is able to handle it? I think they're able to handle it. Kyle? I have to agree with Rowdy. I think they're fine. Um, I, I don't see anything anytime seeing them slow down anytime, anytime, any any anytime soon. Really, um, they're just they're really good. You know, they had the cup win, and now uh, you know they have that, and they also have uh, you know they're going trying to go for an Xfinity title with AJ Allmendinger this year. So I'm not was really surprised about AJ making a Final Four. I figured you know he's been good. Mm-hmm. You know, he won his first oval race last year, and you know he's been getting better and better on the ovals. So. Um, you know, it's definitely going to be an interesting race come Saturday night. And, uh, you know, colleague, um, yeah, they'll be okay next year. I, I don't see them slowing down at all, even with the cup thing. I think they're still going to be giving it. I'm going to win a race. What about uh, some of the other teams, guys? Uh, but let's, let's take a quick look at Penske. You're losing two drivers uh, who are experienced and veterans. And you're throwing two young guys in uh, with the uh, the 21 and the Wood Brothers and the uh, the two car. Now your lead driver and veteran is going to be Joey Logano. What kind of difference are we going to see with Penske next year? Oh, let's not forget, you know, Blaney. I, I, I'm sorry, I should have, but you know, you got two really young drivers coming in with with limited cup experience and a new car. Mm. I mean, I think I think Austin Cindric. I mean, he's been in Xfinity for four years. I mean, what we're you know, he's won an Xfinity title. He's proven it. Um, going for another one, and uh, you know how much longer you're going to keep him down there for? So, um, with Brad going over to Roush Fenway and the two car opening up, I mean, I don't see why it's not a good time to bring him up. Uh, you know, and I said this before. I really thought he would have benefited if he stayed in IMSA or went to IMSA. I feel like that would have been a better, a better uh, thing for him. So, for him, I think personally, I think it would have been a better option just because of his road course background and how good he is. But um, you know, he has done he has done very good on the ovals. Um, I will say, um, really has come a long way. You know, um, after uh, getting his first couple of Xfinity wins in 2019 and then finally winning on an oval in 2020, um, they've really stepped it up. So, um, you know, that Phoenix race last year, I mean, they had the best car, best car won the race. And, uh, you know, we might see a repeat come Saturday because uh, they look really good. doesn't matter where they've been, you know. If it wasn't for that 54 car, I think, well, they would have won Kansas at least. And Martinsville came up a half a car length short. So uh, that 22 team has really been in the to, you know, swing of things. And I don't think, I'm not sure if that, that team's. I think they're done after this year. I believe that team's going away, the 22. So, um I don't really know what the future is on that team, if they'll put somebody else in the car or just run it part-time with cup Ooh, drivers. But, um, good yeah, I don't really know what, what's going to happen with that because I know, I know Brian Wilson's not going to – I don't know where, what's going to happen to him if he's going to be a crew chief next year in a cup series or they're just going to stick Jeremy Bowens with Austin Sendrick next year. So, um, yeah, they have some decisions to make. Um, before the 2022 season starts, and, uh, you know, we got a lot, there's a lot going on. And uh, Penske, I think they'll be all right. I think I think Joey Logano. It's going to be a little bit different over there now with him being the the, the lead driver, and uh, you know Ryan Blaney being over there as well. That's going to help. You know, I know Ryan Blaney, man. He did not have a good Martinsville race at all. 
Um, he runs good there, too. So um, it's kind of disappointing for that team. I thought they really would have been a sleeper uh, come Phoenix, but um, they won't. none of the Penske cars will be in the, in the championship four. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting with Harrison Burton next year. We don't really know how he's going to do. And, um, yeah, Matt Benedetto, we still don't know what's going on with him. I mean, I told someone the other day, a full-time Xfinity ride with a good team would be good for him. But, uh, you know, I don't I don't know what's going to happen with him, what, you know, if he'll pick up some races somewhere or with a team or what. But, uh, you know, definitely had some, uh, you know, had some success, a little bit of success over there with the 21 bunch. Well, guys, hey, everybody, everybody happy with the tracks that, that has the championship stakes at, like the, the top 10 teams or tracks that's, NASCAR's going to. Is everybody happy with that? You think that should be shook up and changed? Wow. Uh, you threw that one a lot of left field at me, Rowdy. Uh, that's a tough question because um, they've been uh, shaking things up with, with you know everything the past couple of years, and, and it's going to continue on with NASCAR for another couple of years now, I think, uh, with uh, schedules in the car. Uh, administration, uh, the corporate end of it, uh, uh, we, we've seen quite the tremendous change over the past 18 to 24 months. And I, I, I continue to, to possibly see that going on for another year or two, Rowdy. Kyle, what do you guys say? I, I like I mean, Kyle, go ahead. I mean, I'm kind of – Kind of happy with the way it is. Everybody, you read on social media and you see so many people that does not like the points, don't like the chase, the way it is. But each race, you got to race for those points if you're going for a championship. It's a formula right now, isn't it? Uh, wouldn't you agree, Kyle? Uh, in order to win that championship, you have to go by the formula you're given and do it to your best. Uh, and, and that's what's going on with some of these teams, and some of them are still trying to figure that out. Hey, guys, we got, our, guys, we got our first right. caller. Bring them on down. All right, hey, guys, I'd like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show tonight. He was at the uh, All-American 400 race weekend driving into pro late model, Dylan uh, Bates. Welcome, Dylan. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Hey Dylan, for, hey, before we get started in on the on the race itself, kind of get us up to speed on how Dylan fell in love with racing. <laughs> well, I don't think I really had much choice. Um, my whole family raced. Uh, I think I was at the racetrack for the first time when I was about two weeks old here out in Missouri at I forty four Speedway in Lebanon, and uh, ever since then, man, that's all I've known. I've been around asphalt modified racing for the majority of my life. And then I started racing dirt bikes and raced dirt bikes for a while. And now I'm racing pro late models. So you would have been the black sheep of family if you hadn't been a racer. <laughs> exactly right. Yep. What, uh, Dylan, man, uh, the rain kind of beat us down on Saturday, but man, when we cracked it up on Sunday, that was a, uh, you better be ready to hit the track moment. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, we uh, we took advantage of the little bit of track time we had on Friday just to shake the car down, and we made about six laps. Didn't put up any real speed, um, rightfully so, with the track being so wet. And 
So that mm-hmm. kind of put everything on Sunday, and, man, we had to really bust our butts all day long to stay on top of everything, and luckily it all worked out. The uh, CRA and everybody did a great job at getting that show in. So, I, I, Well, to get all that in and be done, what, uh, 10 after 7, it, it, it really was. To start at 1, one o'clock race cranking engines and getting done by 10 after seven. It, it, it absolutely was a miracle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was impressed. Dylan, let's talk about your car owner. All right. Uh, Joe Ross. Yes. Yep. Uh, so man, I can't say enough good things about Joe. Um, <laughs> I ran into him two, was it two years ago? 2019. Yeah. At actually the all American 400. Um, I went down there. I was driving what we call Big Ten late models out here in Missouri, um, which is just kind of a limited late model. And I went down there to help. Um, I actually went down to help Mike Marler, too. He was making his asphalt debut. I went down to help them, too, and uh, became good friends with Joe when I was helping him. And he decided he was going to give me a car, and we've been racing ever since. You know, that's that's the best part about racing. You know, people – Really, when they that's never been to a racetrack and never been in the infield or around the garage, some folks just go, man, I just don't get it. I said, listen, it it's not just about the race. It's all about the people you meet and the connections and how you move, uh, progress forward. Is it not? Oh, absolutely. Um, that's that's all racing's about, and everybody has a different way of getting there. And- um, the cars just kind of fall how they fall, and uh, you know, sometimes it's money, sometimes it's luck, sometimes you know, it's just knowing people. So everybody's got their own way. Hi, Dylan. You have Shy Town Mark now. You run regularly at uh, I forty four Speedway. Is that your weekly crack? Uh, it was, yeah, until I picked up uh, racing weekly with or not weekly. I actually followed the. Champion Racing Association All Stars Tour this year. Okay, okay, well, I'm yep. very familiar with that. I've seen uh, quite a few of their races and and uh, the ARCA CRA Super Series also. So, yep. What was your? Uh, how did you guys do this year? I'm trying to get all your stats together, and, I, and I, I'm having a difficult time doing that. So I'm going to ask you to give it to us, buddy. Uh, how'd you do on the All Stars in your first year of traveling? Uh, we ended up finishing fifth in the championship, which um, you know I was pretty happy with. Um, obviously, you always want more, but for right. a first year, I'll take it. That was, that's my first year touring, and really, I've only been racing late models for a few years here now, and I'm kind of self-taught on everything. And so, I mean, I, I'm okay with it. We started off the season with a fourth-place finish at Salem Speedway, and then uh, clicked off a couple good runs from there. We found ourselves in the championship eight because um, they do the chase-style format, and Correct. had a bad run at Berlin Speedway in Michigan, and that kind of knocked us out of the Final Four. We had a really good run at IRP, and we beat who we needed to, but it just wasn't enough to stay in the Final Four for that last race at Winchester, and so we ended up finishing fifth, one spot out of the Final Four, but next year we're looking to change that. I would hope you'd say that. I'd be a little disappointed with you, Dylan, if you hadn't. Yeah, so you're planning to absolutely. run... Are you planning to run pro late tomorrow's only, or are you going to try to uh, dip your feet into the supers a little bit also? Uh, I don't really have a lot set in stone. I I can 
98% tell you for sure that I'll be in a prolate model the majority of the time. If I dabble in right. super, if there's, there's a possibility of that, yeah. But, um, you know, I just I just don't know how the cards will fall yet, and a lot of that's got to be put together this off season. So we'll see what Correct. kind of sponsors we can put together, what kind of money we can get going and crew help and all that, since, you know, we're right. kind of doing all of our own thing out here in Missouri, so. Well, you know what? You've done a really nice job of it, uh, uh, and it seems you guys have adapted well, and uh, you're moving up and, and, and getting the hang of everything. And uh, looking forward to, to, to watching the next season. But what do you got to finish up this season before I turn you over to Kyle? Uh, you have any plans in any other races be, uh, for 2021? Um. Going through the season, we always kind of use the All-American 400 as kind of our season-ending race. So I don't I don't have anything else on my schedule. We've tossed around the idea of running the Snowflake 100 down in Pensacola, but uh, you know how that goes. Well, so I'm thinking that was probably our last <laughs> race of the season this weekend, and we'll regroup, possibly see us down at Speedfest at Cordial in January. Well, that, that's a fantastic racetrack, uh, a really great show, and, Unfortunately, it coincides with the Rolex 24, and we're always at Daytona for that. But who knows? Right. You never know where one of the one of the Rowdy Maglite gangs can just show up at Dylan. But <laughs> I'm, right. going to over to, <laughs> I'm going to turn you over to Kyle. Thank you so much for being on. Best of luck in getting everything set together for next year. We're looking forward. I was hoping you were to say we see you at the Snowflake, but of course, we never know. You may end up there. So, well, have a good offseason, yeah, buddy. You, ne- you but, never know how stuff happens. That's yeah, you just don't. So maybe somebody's hearing this tonight and says, let's take Dylan. Let's take him down to the snowflake. Uh, you never know. So, all right, bud. Have a great off season if you don't make it. I hope you do get to see you down at the Derby. Uh, be good. Be safe in your travels. And, Kyle, what do you have for Dylan? Hey, Dylan, it's Kyle here. Uh, my first question is, uh, what is your favorite racetrack and why? Oh, my favorite racetrack, man, it's so close between Nashville Nashville Fairground Speedway and Anderson Speedway in Indiana, that little quarter-mile boring. They both – I can't pick one or the other, so I'm going to have to go with both. But all of the Nashville Fairground Speedway, just because of the history, man, that place, you walk in and you can just feel the nostalgia. And then Anderson Speedway, just because, I mean, it's elbows up racing. Every time you go there, there's no room. You're right on top of another car the whole time, and it's it's kind of like motocross racing for me, and it takes me back to my roots and just being right on top of everybody else all the time and elbows out. My second question is, uh, you know, what what kind of got you into the late models? I mean, do you want to you want to advance and maybe go further than that, or are you happy just running late models right now? So, what actually got me into stock car racing? You know, obviously, I said my family all raced. Um, asphalt modifieds and all that when I was growing up, but I got a lot of concussions racing motocross, so decided with age comes the cage, as they say, so I hopped in a hopped in that limited late model, and I've been racing late models ever since, and yeah, that's something I've always done is, if I'm doing something, I want to be at the top of it, and um, obviously, I want to keep climbing up the ranks, and you know, I don't know where I'll land or how things will ever shake out, but uh, if I race late models the rest of my life, so be it. Or, you know, if I move up to a truck or cup or anything, I'm I'm happy with whatever happens. But, Dylan, I, you know, being at the track, I uh, like Cordell, uh, the Rattler, 
I mean, hey, there's no shame in that game, my friend. That's some of the best racing. <laughs> and the heck of it, people don't really, to me, we talk about get it. They don't get it. Some of the best racing's right down the road. It's not at a, at a, at a bigger NASCAR track, you know. Uh, the All American 400 yeah. is it, it, it's the standard. It, what is there? How do you attack that little bump over there in turn two coming off the tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> well, my my favorite way is to set your car upright just so you can go straight through it. If we're being honest, and uh, that's that's kind of how my car was this weekend. If you can hammer right through that bump, you're gonna be you're gonna be pretty good. Um, you know, if you're fighting it a little bit. The best way to do it is kind of dime in the corner and try to get underneath it off of off of two. Is there one thing that you'd like to see changed at the 400 as far as the track? I mean, is there anything you'd like to see different? Uh, you know, I don't think I could pick anything in particular, to be honest with you. Um, there's really nothing about that race that I see too much wrong with. I, um, I you know, obviously, exactly. obviously in the in the super side of things, you know, I would I I like to see the strategy play out a little better than not have you know without having competition yellows and things like that. But I know what CRA is doing and trying to keep the cost down. Like you, we can't be hiring cup cup teams to come down here and pit these cars. We can't be doing that. So um, the competition yellow thing is definitely the right answer to fix that problem. I think so too, Dylan. Uh, Dylan, let's talk about your sponsor. What helps you go around? Uh, so obviously Joe Ross is, you know, first and foremost with owning the car and RNS Automotive is his company. So he, uh, I couldn't be at the racetrack with racing without him. Um, and then another sponsor of mine is that we picked up at Nashville Fairground Speedway a couple of years ago, I guess last year, is uh, John Christ. He's a comedian there out of Nashville, pretty big name and. Um, he's hopped on board and become a huge race fan over the last year. It's it's really awesome to see just how much he's he loves the sport now. I mean, he's going to NASCAR races and he's been doing kickball tournaments with NASCAR drivers <laughs> and he's he's become so involved cool. in racing and uh, man, he helps so much. Um, it's so cool to have such a big name like him part of my team and on my car and it's a uh, it's really even hard to explain how it all happened, but that's just how racing happens. You never know where your next pickup's going to come from. And um, obviously, my my grandpa, he's he got me to where I'm I'm at now. Unfortunately, uh, we lost him a couple couple weeks ago, and uh, we've been kind of racing in his honor. Oh. And, um, I I couldn't be racing here without him today. How about uh, our family? Sorry, Roddy. How how can we follow you on social media? Uh, I've got a Facebook page. It's called Dylan Bates Racing. And uh, you can also follow me on Instagram or Twitter at DylanB191. Dylan Bates. Dylan, man, we appreciate you coming and being part of the show. And our condolences about your grandfather, my friend. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Keep forward to his memory, sir. At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize I'm at the wrong track. 
That's the way it felt. That's the way it felt. Saturday. All day Saturday. I mean, the drizzle was horrible. It, it it wasn't ever a heavy rain. It never really was. It was just enough to make everything kind of miserable. And uh, where we were parked uh, out front, it looked like a mud bog. And uh, it was all part of the charm of being at the Fairground Speedway this weekend. But when we got to racing, uh, everybody forgot about everything else that happened this weekend. So the racing was spectacular. Well, at least having uh, Kyle, you know, my son Bart went with me and Mark. And uh, we parked, actually, we parked where we always parked, except this year it had been turned into RV parking instead of general general parking, I guess, reserve. Pit, pit parking. Uh, and it pit was a little muddy. It, it, yeah, it was... <laughs> Luckily, we we had grass that had not been run over repeatedly and turned into mush. So once we got back then, we pretty much had grass, and then the rest of the way was asphalt. So we kind of stayed dry, I guess, and just a mist all day. All day. But, Kyle... I, I sent you some pictures, and Kyle, Mark, Kyle's been <laughs> loading them up. Uh, th- those were some really impressive cars this weekend. They were. They were. And Kyle, I didn't take a lot of photos this weekend because Rowdy and I were uh, working on video, uh, and I need to get better at that. And uh, I think some of what we did this weekend came out really great and what Rowdy's been able to see already. So check out YouTube. He's going to be downloading tons of stuff. It'll be on TikTok and YouTube. Uh, Rowdy Maglite, he's the man. He's going to get it out to you guys. Uh, I, I, I can't pick one, per se, point for this past weekend that was the best. But at least on Saturday, uh, we had a really and good Big Ten football game to watch while we waited for the racing. Uh, between Michigan and Michigan State, we had a lot of fun doing that. And Bart and Rowdy and I, uh, uh, we had a good weekend no matter what the weather was. So uh, I can honestly, do it again, Rowdy, and I know you would too. Honestly, it's probably the first football game I've watched from pretty much from start to finish. And it done got to the point with 12 minutes in the fourth quarter, I told Mark, I said, if I start racing right now, I'm – into this game, oh. though. <laughs> Kyle, was, you go on fun. YouTube and watch it. That ball game was, yeah, that was crazy. That was a, a really, 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 really good football game. Hey, and what about those it Braves, was. guys? I've been got the series on right now as we're, uh, we're doing the show. I, sh- I guess I shouldn't be saying that, but uh, we are. I- I've been watching it, and... Um, they're up three to two, and uh, if the Braves win tonight, they're the World Series champion. If they don't, we're going to Game Seven, and that nail biter. And uh, I don't think there's probably anything of a bigger pressure championship than Game Seven of a World Series. What do you think, Kyle? 
Yeah, actually, they're not playing tonight. They're playing tomorrow night. But, uh, yeah, we have that moment every year in NASCAR and a game seven, seven moment, if you want to call it that, uh, with the final four going for the championship in the final race. So, um, yeah, we kind of have that already. You know, I guess that's, you know, what the, what the sport wanted to be and uh, be like everybody else. So, um, yeah, you know, NASCAR has their playoffs now, and um, everyone else has their own as well. So, uh, yeah, you have that playoff atmosphere. You know, intensity is definitely going to pick up, that's for sure. Well, I think that's what's happened with the uh, the NASCAR side of things, guys, is uh, you get to that uh, build-up to the Final Four concept of game this weekend in Phoenix, and uh, you get eliminated. You're basically on the uh, chance for the championship. And each week, it seems that pressure, and uh, it just builds and builds. And that's why we see these crazy and wild things at the racetrack now that we never did before because that pressure wasn't there before. Rowdy, we said it this weekend. There were times when the championship was decided two or three weeks before the season was even over. Oh, yeah. Um, and those last races were just, you, you were running them. It was just. Uh, so, yeah, this. Provocal. You know, it was just Provocal. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to run it because we have to run it because we've sold tickets, but we already know who's the champion. I didn't like that. I like I liked the way it set, got it set up now. So, hey, if well, you hadn't, anybody that has not seen the updates, to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Pretty impressive. <laughs> 28 degrees. Oof. I I don't know what to expect for speed rise, Rowdy, uh, when they come back there and, and uh, start testing them. And especially the fact they'll be testing at Atlanta with a brand-new car on top of that. Uh that's one of those big questions that's going to need to be answered as the season rolls along next year. And I'm looking forward to being able to bring those events to listeners out there and their viewers who uh, enjoy Kyle and his uh, written part of our show. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be big. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. We got a nice game plan Roddy put together for us and, I think it's going to work out. We met some people this weekend, and like Dylan just said, uh, you never say never. You just never know, do you guys? No, you don't, guys. Uh, that's all part of uh, the way this thing works. It's just one big networking. Uh, you just, you just network. You got to network. Keep networking. Keep networking. Keep networking. Well, well guys, Rowdy, I don't I, know how many. We're getting oh, Mark, I was going to say, getting oh, okay. Charlotte. Well, we're getting ready to go to Charlotte <laughs> and uh, check that out, Oof. get some stuff. Uh, Kyle, no ARCA banquet from what we understand. So the PRI show for me, unfortunately, is not in my, it's not in my grass. So it is that, repertoire. Yeah. So I've got that cut out. That's one thing. So I put Charlotte into that spot. I think that was a good trade-off, Rowdy, tell you the truth. <laughs> it's good. As fun as the PRI show is, it was the Arca Bay Saturday night that we enjoy so much. So hopefully that will come back in the future. Uh, I really suspect uh, they need to do that. 
you need a end of the year social gathering for your racers, uh, be it the media, be it the teams, be it, and they, even a few of the fans show up there, uh, and they pay their way in on top of that, guys. So that's it, it's a big deal, and, and I think it means a lot to the teams to be able to be. Admired and put on stage, and your competitors are cheering for you. I'm saying it, Tommy Prater is the reason that I'm having it because he was going to make himself <laughs> Grand Marshal. Well, he was going. Yeah. He wanted to be the Grand Poopah, and they just said, "No, we're not going to have it, Tommy." Uh, no, thank and, you, you know, thank you, Tommy Prater. <laughs> The, the problem is, is Tommy would have made that great grand Puba, no doubt about it, but maybe not how Arca wanted to see it. <laughs> uh, he, he's a big legend, and uh, God bless you, Tommy. We love you. Hey, uh, Kyle, what you got to close us out here tonight, man? Well, guys, uh, you know, I got Mahoning on Saturday. Actually, Saturday is going to be a pretty interesting day. It's going to be uh, Mahoning at 2 o'clock and then uh, the next town over a high school football game at 7. So going to be doing the racetrack and the game. Um, so uh, that will be in the plans. And I'll try and bring as many pretty, get you as many pretty pictures as I can. And uh, I don't know, it should be an interesting week. You know, it's going to be a little chilly here. But I know the, the World Finals are coming up pretty soon. So, uh, yeah, I know you guys will have a good time there. It's going to be a little cool there in the evenings in Charlotte, Rowdy. I'm just going to jump right in and take my turn. Uh, we've got three divisions running three straight nights. We have the big black dirt modifieds. From, they're basically from the Northeast. Kyle gets to see them quite regularly. They're one of his favorite shows to watch uh, uh, as he travels around PA and New York and the rest of the area watching dirt. And on top of that, we have the World of Outlaw Dirt Late Models. Uh, these super late models put on one whale of a show. Uh, and you're going to have all your late model fans there. But let's add in to the mix and stir that mixture up a little bit. We'll throw the sprint cars, the World of Outlaw sprint cars in there. Each division is going to have close to 60 cars each. There will be Short qualifying, short practice, and lots of racing. Uh, heat races, uh, C mains, B mains, uh, depending on the car count. We're just going to see a lot of racing. And on top of that, Rowdy, we'll probably be out of there by 10 o'clock or so at night. and uh, We'll take advantage of that and get a little rest. Uh, this was the last big race for us before we head off to the Derby in December and It'll be nice taking a little breather, Rowdy, and uh, looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Charlotte. And Kyle, I really wish you were able to join us because this is the racing that's right up your alley, my friend. So, with that being said, make sure that light shines bright, 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 because it's going to be shining bright in Charlotte at the dirt track. We'll see you Thursday night. we got a little special programming, I think, and Rowdy's going to set it up and surprise us all. All right. We'll see you all later. Thank you. All right, guys. Hey, I appreciate y'all being part of the show and uh, Dylan Bates and his whole crew. And the story on Dylan, guys, is how we got Dylan. Dylan has one of their two 
It's a couple team members, and the wife kept walking past us, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. She worked so hard. Well, I went and looked them up, went, asked her who the team was and the driver, and that's how we got Dylan. And that's just part of friends we made at the track. You never know the person you talk to. Right. You know, I've got on a tram. I've got on a tram at Daytona for the 24 hours, and (laughs) one of the driver's wife, and she asked what I was doing there, and I told her, and she said, well, my husband's a driver. And I handed her a card, and I said, get him to call, and we'll, we'll talk about what he does. And, you know? I come he back did. to Mark. I say, hey, Mark, got off the tram. We got a driver for, <laughs> for this division that we knew nothing about. But we learned a lot from his call-in. So, guys, hey, that's, that's just the way it goes. I want to say hey to Lynn and all her posse down there in, in Mexico, and I hope none of them drunk any of the water, not even no. ocean water. So, <laughs> Especially hey. the ocean water. <laughs> like I hope I, the girls we are having a good time, Rowdy. <laughs> we're gonna be we're going racing. Go on my TikTok and check out my 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 mess. Evidently somebody likes it. And scribe I'm not charging for people who hit that scribe button. If you don't want to be alerted, 'cause I'm gonna I'm gonna send Kyle and, and Mark can say, could be 2 or 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning because that's when we're coming in and that's the time we get it downloaded. So <laughs> I don't want to wake it's you true. up. So don't it's hit the, the button. Just hit the subscribe button. But with that well, said, you know guys, hey, Thursday night, maybe we should. we're going to have something pretty good Thursday night and yeah. uh, cover some yeah, bases with right. some drivers. So guys, we'll looking, talk to looking y'all. Looking forward to the – the biggest dirt race of the year, and we're going to be there, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Kyle, wish you were with us, buddy. We're going to get to there, though, eventually. Thank you, Dirt. Thank you, Track Enterprises, for this past weekend. We know you guys took a hit, and you kept on ticking, guys. Thank you. Thanks, well, they got a, Hey, listen, uh, guys, they got a home run there. I think Kid Rock sees the value of what the Speedway's trying to do. And uh, I, I think that's going to be a kind of a annual thing there with him being involved. Because he, so. he does. He's got some stake in Nashville. No cut. I, I, I got to talk with his limo driver in the Lincoln, and if you notice, there were no wheel covers on those big old tires on that thing. And I said... This car's got to be from Detroit. Your wheel covers are missing, and he just burst out laughing. So, yeah, he was a big city boy, just like me. <laughs> Thank you, Rowdy. Thanks, Kyle. See ya. We'll see ya.